Support for today's episode comes from Foria Wellness, where they believe pleasure is your nature. They believe in the healing power of sexual pleasure. Look, y'all know I'm all in. I give five stars, 10 thumbs up, whatever you need. This is hashtag Boonie approved. This brand believes the sexual needs of women have been often overlooked and under addressed for way too long. And their products are looking to change that story. Now you're going to get wet, wet. Everything going to feel good, good. <laughs> You're probably going to have one of the best orgasms you've had in a quite some time. So use the code BOONY, all capital letters, to save 20% on your order. That code expires on December 31st, 2022. Head on over to the show notes or theboonybreakdown.com for more information how to purchase. Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Booney, and you're listening to the Booney Breakdown podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to episode 228. We have our problematic fave in the building this week. (laughs) This episode is so fucking funny, right? Because y'all know Brian and I, we never plan what we're going to talk about. Every now and then he'll shoot me like, oh, he has a message. We got to talk about this. But we have (laughs) a conversation about bathroom sex. Um, Why do women want men when they're attached and he also talks about how men can't handle the thought of somebody knowing somebody else fucked that girl, right? So you want to stick around uh, for this conversation. You know how Brian and I do. I just, I don't even have to set this up anymore. You're going to enjoy it. You're going to laugh. You're going to say whatever. You're going to say, I, I will say this though. Brian is less problematic, right? Last couple episodes there hasn't been problematic, but it's just like, it's Brian though. He's the one we love to hate. So stick around for that conversation. All right, let's hop right into my pick of the week. Uh, Sex Lives with College Girls on HBO Max. It is such a funny, lighthearted, ridiculous show. I do hate the name of the show because like Sex Lives with College Girls is kind of sterile and weird. Like they could have come up with something better. But if you want to laugh out loud, (laughs) you need to check the show out. It's currently in its second season um the characters it's like four main characters and then they have like the little subset characters but everyone works so well together like you end up liking each character for different reasons and some of them are funny as fuck so if you're watching (laughs) sex lives of college girls let me know what you think if you haven't checked it out i promise you it is really funny it reminds you of like not in content but like just a mindless watch it reminds you of like the Emily in Paris kind of shit, right? It's just mindless, funny. Check it out, HBO Max. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping. Not now. All right, let's just hop right back into our feedback from episode 227 with Bria the Goddess, aka Bria Badass. Uh, I received one message that Booney, I was feeling Bria when she said, All sex work is not survival work. That is right, it's a fact. As a sex worker, when you love what you do, it is not work. Not all of us found ourselves into this work path because we are in struggle, homeless or a victim of domestic violence and trying to make a way. Some of us have owned our sexuality and have found a way to monetize it. And like Bria said, all of this is not actually sex acts included. There are many ways to be a sex worker and make money. This episode was so needed. So thank you so much for your feedback. If you have not checked out that episode, go back and listen to episode 227. It's a stick up with Bria the goddess. Also, I want to thank everyone who placed an order this past week. Um, 
what is it for black friday and cyber monday and all that shit um thank you so much um all of your orders should be shipping out if they have not already shipped they'll be shipping today monday as you're listening to this and also i still have a few shirts on hand that are cheaper than the website um that were available at the live shows so those shirts are going for twenty dollars you guys took all the totes now but i just do have a few t-shirts left so if you're interested you can just go ahead and message me and let me know like booney what you got left and we can converse about that so guys thank you so much for your support on the merch and you know what if this is your first time listening, welcome. If it's not your first time listening, welcome back. Um, you can follow us on all social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at The Boonie Breakdown. You can follow us over on Twitter, at Boonie Breakdown. So that's it for me. So let's get ready to break it down. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> I'm laughing because our problematic babe is on this episode. And he just had to like get his self-centered and ratchetness before we started. Yeah, I had to um I had to break down my uh break down my barriers and get myself ready for this episode. I always know I gotta kind of go with inside myself as I'm not living a life of ratchet anymore. I have to find a ratchet in me to honor the ratchet in you. Oh, come on now. I just it's hard for me to just understand. I, I don't think I've known a Brian who has never lived in his ratchetness. Have I mean, I, I live in it in a different way. Okay. But it's still there. Okay. Just in a different way. Oh, so you're breaking hearts right now. Somebody listening to this is like, damn. But you know, I'm going to call my ladies out because that's not even true. Women are raggedy as fuck because when they know you got somebody, that's when they want you more. That's true. That is a thousand percent <laughs> true because it's like if you if you single can you prop your phone because I just see your lips. Oh there wow. we go back up. There I don't we need go. You, I don't need you. I don't need you. <laughs> I don't need you being added to that number. Um oh, Lord. no, but that's the thing. Like when you single, it's like you come off and you try to talk to a female or you say something to them, it's like you're thirsty. If you're in a relationship, it's almost like it's like a I don't know, like an unwritten rule where it's like, oh, he's safe. Until he's not safe. (laughs) And then it's like, all of a sudden, like, you could tell it's some type of like or attraction. It's crazy. Why y'all like this? I don't know. I think, you know, I feel like the reason why I'm not like that. I know they say everything go back to childhood. My childhood was had some wild moments. And so a lot of points of trauma for me as a child were centered around the adults around me and them being adulterers and so for that reason i'm not interested in motherfuckers who are claimed <laughs> yeah i don't like i don't like sharing so at the end of the day like even like so that was that's like the hardest thing for me like it's crazy because i'm so trusting like i'm a really trusting person but a lot of the women that i did deal with when i was single i would say probably a good number of them were married mm. and like people would be like well how could you be sleeping with this amount of women at one time, like, well, you know, these two or three were married. So it was never really anything consistent. You know what I mean? It'd be like when they can get out, you know, they'd be like, oh yeah, you know, as soon as I drop the kids to school, can I slide through? I was just about to say, we were talking about this in the Insta stories. I had asked about, 
I think I shared something about people, you know, women liking men who are attached. And some woman responded to me with this whole thing about she only dates married men and not because she's broken or anything. It's because they give her enough of what she can handle. She's like, I get dick when it's convenient. I get gifts. I have enough time, but I'm able to do my own thing. And so many women agreed with that. I was just so shocked. And not just single women, but also married women who were like, yeah, I'm married, but I cheat for those reasons that you just mentioned. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, my thing is like, I be in my mind, like, how can I be so trusting knowing shit that I've done? <laughs> but <laughs> look at you having just, faith. No, I just, I mean, I'm just the type of person I am. Like, I judge everybody individually. Like, I can't meet you and be like, oh, yeah, you're the same as everybody else. You're the same as the last chick. But everybody I do know, get a clean slate. Yeah, everybody get a clean slate. I do know the signs when you're at the market for two hours. I do know the signs, <laughs> bitch. I know what that is. Like, I just was at the market. What am I going to do? Um, pull over in the parking lot by the market and suck a nigga dick real quick before you go home. Like, Can I tell I, you something so toxic? You did that? No, but I have a <laughs> <laughs> I have an active fantasy right now with somebody who I have a physical relationship with that I have had this dream several times and I finally just vo- I share the dreams. I'm definitely that girl in the meme where it's like you was in my dream and the dream is us smashing. I'm totally that girl and I will always text. But with this particular person, I have a fantasy where I want him to be out on a date with another girl. And I just happen to be there with my people. And we kind of like lock eyes and we meet up in the bathroom and he just like fuck the shit out of me in the bathroom. And he go back to, like and then I like make him eat me out. Then I make him go back. And when he sits down at the table, I make him kiss the bitch that he was with. So toxic, but it's a fantasy. And I really want to do it with this particular person. That's terrible. Like, so <laughs> So who's going to be your pawn in the middle of this? Some dude is really going to have to sit there and be part of this. He's going to have to find some female to be a part of this. And then y'all going to go do this and come back. And it's going to be so fucking obvious. Yeah. Like, I just really want that to happen. I know I mean, it's what, so what bathroom? And- what bathroom is going to be nice enough for him to be eating your pussy and fucking you in? Y'all gonna be somewhere well, expensive. I mean, yeah, take the bitch out nice because you gonna kiss her with my pussy lips juice on your lips. But um, yeah, I don't know why that is a fantasy of mine. I'll unpack it in therapy. I just scheduled some therapy sessions. I was on a break. I'm I'm gonna go back to therapy. But I've just been having this dream often with this nigga. And so I finally just said it. <laughs> he was like, Well, I ain't really like. I only got you on the hotel on the rotation. I'm not really dating nobody. And I'm like, well, just start a bit. Like, I know you're not gonna have no trouble. He's like, that's more trouble than what it's worth, but let me think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like you're gonna be sitting there at the bar by yourself, waiting for this whole situation to go down. <laughs> if you need me to if you treat me to dinner, I'll come and sit there and act like we're on a date together. And then okay. I get my free dinner and then he'll Deal. feel like he'll feel like we can record it afterwards. <laughs> Is that terrible? I can't even believe I just said this out loud, but we'll see. I don't know. He may not be up for it, but I put it out there and we'll see. Yeah, that's that's interesting. But um, yeah, I don't know why, though. I think because I also know I don't really see a future with this person. So 
just knock it out the way. But yeah, see the whole thing. I think when um, people have this desire to do those dream sex things, <laughs> I always think that there's a lot. You know what I mean? Like old school back in the day, you'd be like, "Oh shit, I had a dream about you last night." Because you're trying to find a way to get this shit out there. And they'd be like, well, what happened? And you'd be like, nah, I don't really want to tell you because shit was wild. And then all of a sudden, like, well, what happened? You could tell me. And it's like, I just came over. You know, next thing I know, we started kissing and shit. I was looking down your stomach like, oh, for real? Like, tell me more. Now you know, like, if she don't be like, ew, that's nasty. (laughs) You in there. But that's like some old school sneak shit right there. No, I'm definitely the queen of that shit. I will... Because, you know, sometimes, you know, it's a dream. Like, it ain't happening. I don't know what my subconscious is thinking. Yeah, you get to test the waters without testing the waters. Yeah, it's like a trial close in sales world. We call it like a trial close. You see if it's time for you to go in and really ask for the business or you still got some more work to do. So, yeah, that's what that is. That's interesting. It is. So I do. I shot my shot. We'll see. He ain't say no. And I, I I tried to like soften it. Like, is that crazy? <laughs> He's like, no, that's not crazy. It's fucking hilarious. And I'm like, oh, okay. So he laughed at us. I'm like, all right, he down. He's yeah. Find a bitch he willing to do it with. Yeah, it gotta be a decent bathroom. That's all I'm gonna say. Cause no, because I don't even like fucking peeing in some bathroom. So you never been fucked fucking... in a bathroom before? No, I have, but <laughs> Like, who's talking to? But I'm just saying, like, the bathroom standard has to meet a certain standard. Yeah, I know. I Four agree. seasons. It's got to be somewhere nice. Yeah. But the thing is, is, it's like, it's got to be one of them bathroom doors you can lock. Like, somewhere where, like, you lock it or you're in a certain part of the hotel and it's like, nobody really knows. So, one time, I was in another city and this was just... I'm in another city and it was one of those bathrooms where you could lock the door, but it was one of those where it was like one bathroom, both genders. You got a, it's a line mm-hmm. in the hallway waiting for you to come out. <laughs> the line, we was doing a lot. So when we came out, I was like, you know, it's people out here, right? And he's like, yeah, I mean, man up, like, let's go. And I'm like, well, I said, it's no point in me walking out. Because then somebody's going to try to come in. I'll be like, somebody's in. So we just got to come out together. And he was like, I, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so we go out. And it was a nice, clean bathroom. But it was four people waiting. Mm. And <laughs> the one lady just looked at us with such the disdain on her face. was like, you nasty motherfuckers. And now I got to go in there and pee. And I'm like, they got a Lysol can on the floor. Go ahead and spray, sis. Thanks. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> but right. but you know this whole this whole topic that we just had about like married women kind of brings us into like the thing I sent you on Instagram. Oh yes, it does. It does. So it does. so the whole thing that I was thinking when I seen that. So just you to kind of set it up, people, what it was. I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get a backstory, right? All right. So the guy is like already in tears. He's like, I ain't know you fuck, dude. I ain't know you told me you fuck, dude. But I ain't know it was meat to meat. You fucked him raw. And then that's when he'd be like, he'd be like, did he pull out? And she'd be like, I don't know. And then he just dropped the phone down and he, he'd be like, come back and be like, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> and it's so funny because 
I think a lot of women cheat because the man might have already cheated or the man have got has gotten caught cheat, cheating, right? Because I think we think we're really good at this shit, but y'all are like the masters of it. It doesn't mean that she's never cheated or whatever, but it's like at that point where I know a lot of people who either uh, separated or divorced at this age, and it seems like you look around and everybody's like going through it. And I try to tell my friends when they're going through this shit, like I've been through this shit a, a long before all of them. And I'm like, yo, that separation shit is different, bruh. Like that first week, you feel like you're back in college because you fucking <laughs> and doing your shit. And you start to just slowly forget that like somewhere along the way, like your wife is capable of the same shit that you're doing. And, but it don't really hit you. And then at some point, y'all end up in counseling or somewhere and you'd be like, I still Not love counseling. you. I still love you. <laughs> and then it'd be like, all right, let's get back together. And then somebody either asked the question or come up in some way. And you'd be like, so so you fuck somebody? <laughs> like, <laughs> you really don't want to know, but it's like you kind of want to know and shit. And that shit hurt like a bitch because it'd be like, damn. But, you know, we I think we take it to a whole nother level in the sense that like we just be fucking bitches. Like we don't care. Like we just fucking and that's how we get through it. But we feel like y'all gotta really like somebody to fuck them. Like that's yeah, the I, part that that's the part that fuck us up because it's like that's my wife, dog. Like she fucked another nigga, and now it's a nigga out here who I don't know who he is. Who like yeah, I was fucking his wife. <laughs> so and that's that shit hurt. I, I felt it. It was funny, but this shit wasn't funny. You yeah. So I have never been married, but. Um... I'll say this. I did say like I don't cheat because of my trauma, but I definitely had to prove a point to a nigga one time because he said some slick shit. I was like, oh, I'm gonna get this nigga back. <laughs> and so that was my next thought. Well, like, fuck you, I'm gonna go fuck somebody else. And I go to this particular person, I go through it all. And shout out to Mama Ratchet because we were in Philadelphia and I had drove her to Philadelphia. And I was like, oh, this is the perfect setup. She calls, like, I'm ready. Come pick me up. And I'm like, all right, I'm coming. And so she must know me because my mother know me. She called back again, like, no, leave right now. And I'm like, Cause I definitely was going fucking and leave. So I was like, no, I got to go. I got to go. So I did not fuck, but I definitely got the dick hard. I'm feeling the dick, all that shit that goes, but no fucking. So when the nigga talks slick to me again, I dropped the bomb. Like, oh, you can do what you want. I already fucked somebody else. Cause I need to cut. <laughs> and the look on his face is like, I could choke the shit out of you right now. Like, I, I never thought he would actually harm me, but I'm glad we weren't in person because he might have tried. I might have to kill that nigga. But, like, I could see the look on his face. is like, I'm going to kill you. I'm so hurt. Later, then, he told me that it re- that's one of the things that has always hurt him that I did was that I went to another, I turned to another nigga. And I was like, well, but you, you didn't do it, though. But I didn't. I did finally confess because i told him i was like i fucked another nigga but i didn't i just needed it to hurt and he was like no nah, i don't believe you and i was like well you gotta believe me but i i did not i was like the dick was out but i did not fuck um but i get it i i feel like i could be a very if i wanted to be a cheater a very methodical heartless cheater but 
I think women just don't. To. I think women like y'all get away with it because it's just like y'all just women like. But y'all, I, y'all get away with shit differently. Like if a man don't y'all answer are sloppy. His phone, no, but if a man don't answer his phone, it's almost like what the fuck was you doing? If a woman sloppy. don't answer her phone, no. If a woman <laughs> don't answer her phone, it's like, oh my shit was in my purse. I was asleep. Y'all already just naturally fucking like weird with y'all phone shit. Like. Man, we be feeling like we got to answer our shit because we be like, oh, yeah, she going to think I'm doing something. Or we be over explaining just regular shit like, yeah, because I didn't have my phone because I was in the gym and I had set it down on the counter. And, you know, my Bluetooth was playing. Because y'all lies be it. too sophisticated, right? But, it's just, but it was saying, in my it purse. It don't even be nothing going on, though. But it I'm like, it's in my on. purse. Like, that's yeah. enough. Right. But y'all be like, like the Bluetooth oh. was disconnected. That's too much already. But see, I Keep don't think. Simple. We, but, I, but that's not even when we lie. We doing this shit because we missed a fucking call and we just trying to make sure we don't get no fucking trouble. Like, that'd be the shit. Like, I I don't know. I just think that it's funny as shit because I, my whole point of sending it was just that men cannot handle the fact that their woman got fucked. And I think yeah, we he- go into it with the idea that I'm a fuck, I'm gonna live this lifestyle and I'm gonna go back to my wife. And then that's why I put up on a post last night, like, you don't get a nigga back like that because that's really like this shit hurt 10 times more because we fuck for different reasons. Well, I think that's the belief, right? I think the belief is that women have to be emotionally tied to fuck. I will say I'm just starting to feel a little bit. That's just starting to creep into my pussy and my heart before I could fucking be good. Like it is what it is. But now I'm starting to feel. But you're a little like, different, though. You're a little different. Like you, you on the you on the left, you on the left side of the whole the whole pendulum. I, I think most people would be shocked how many women can do that, right? I think Especially y'all can. As, I think y'all can. I think some of y'all choose not to, but I think some of y'all just choose to be like, "Fuck it, this is how I'm gonna live." You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if as a nigga hurt you somewhere along the way, but like, I know women who want to fuck like dudes. And that's that, that's the shit that, like, it's so funny because I was having this conversation and I was like, the women who want to fuck all the time, who want to suck dick all the time, who pussy wet all day, uh, just fucking want to fuck all day. Don't never fucking get tired. Pussy don't get swole. Don't want to stop. Like, just fucking just disgusting. You can't marry her. Like, you can never. Why? I don't know what it is. It's like we always end up marrying the one who be like, all right, that's enough now. Like, we're not going to be fucking every day, all day. But, but I don't the, understand that rationale. Because, yo, it's something about the woman that's insatiable that we just cannot marry. So men like, can't handle women with with those high sex needs and desires. Yeah, we can't. And it's almost like you can handle it when you're just fucking her. But almost in a relationship, you'd be like, yo, if I go out of town for a week, what this bitch going to do? Because she like a nigga. But <laughs> and then I think the so other insecurities. Thing is, I don't even know if it's that. It's just a weird it feeling. Like. like it's almost like a weird feeling. Like she not wifey material. You know what I mean? And it's not just the sex part. It's more of like a. It's more of the whole. What's that shit called that y'all be putting in y'all bio? Free spirit. Is that free spirit <laughs> shit? Like she just a free spirit all around, and that shit is scary as fuck. When, like, you can't even go, like, three minutes without her tapping your dick and sucking you off everywhere y'all at. Like, this so here's, is too much. So here's the thing. I've always said you that. Echo, you hear that echo of my furniture list living room. 
I've always said free spirit is code word for home. <laughs> always. When I see that shit, I'll be like, we got one, baby. <laughs> that is code word for home. So here's the thing. I do feel like it's a shock to, to a, not all men, some men when they encounter women who um, have those high sex drives. This is where I'm getting fucked up right now, right? And you help me. Help me through this, friend. People, I had to cuss my mother out because I had to tell her, you talked to me about a lot of shit and you were open about a lot of stuff. But you did not tell me as I got over 35 heading into 40 that my sex drive was going to feel like I was a fucking teenage boy. Like, I'm that woman. I want to have sex all the time right now. Like, all the time. If it's a nigga around me that I'm attracted to, I want to fuck him all the time. It's insane. But it's just because my hormones... (laughs) I'm blaming see, it on my hormones. See, that's how we are when we're young. And that's the opposite. And like, that's the we, thing. It's not fair because women now. Not. But here's the other part to it that's really fucked up. I want to fuck everything. Like, I want to fuck all the time. <laughs> it's like the supply ain't meeting the demand. But these niggas ain't fuckable. Right? And so I'm convinced, Brian. I am convinced that niggas are lying about how much they fucking. Right? Or... You're even fucking busted chicks or you're fucking young girls because a lot of bitches my age and older are not fucking. They're not actively fucking. So I I'm get like, it. who the fuck y'all fucking in? So y'all must know. be fucking young girls or busted bitches because when I be doing these polls in my no, stories. The whole, point, the whole point is this. This is the whole point. What's the point? There's so much pussy out here. And that's why niggas be cheating. Because it's not enough dick to go around. That's and what I'm saying. That's the why. The man. <laughs> that's why it's chicks comfortable with fucking somebody that's married or somebody who lives with somebody or whatever. I get it. I totally understand. But that's the part where when you decide that you want to have a roster of three or four and you're single and you're honest with people, you can easily, easily have three or four solid. 30 to 40 year olds on your roster and and they just be cool with it like they just be cool with a little date here fucking here there and then a lot of times like you said you horny as fuck you want to fuck so all of a sudden it's like when a nigga hit that line like start pressing that line like 10 o'clock 11 o'clock at night like yo (laughs) i'm gonna stop through unlock the door that that door be unlocked all night she laying there with that fucking lingerie or whatever one and that should be so fucking easy. Like, I think for me, it gets to a point where you like, damn, what if like she is fucking another nigga? Like you, you really start. Who give like, a fuck about the other nigga? Come fuck me. <laughs> like it may be another but one. I'm just, no, I'm but just tonight, saying, nigga, it's you. <laughs> see, that's the thing. Like, I don't like sharing. I don't like sharing at all. Like, I'm selfish. That is like some if I, fucked up I shit. said it on an episode before, like I think somebody I know. called me a fuck boy because I'm like, they're like, well, what if she decides she want to fuck other people? I'm like, then she can fucking leave. Like at the end of the day, like you can fucking go, but you don't have to stay and deal with me fucking other people. But at the end, at the moment that I'm single and we fucking off and we doing what we doing, I can do what the fuck I want. Now I'm not going to lie to you and give you a whole bunch of stories, but if you think you could do what I do, I can show you better that you can do this shit by yourself. That is fucked up, but I appreciate the honesty with it, right? Like, Don't you got that same option? 
you're right. So you fucking right. the nigga. Diff- nigga. No, no, you fucking the dude, right? And all of a sudden, it's Thursday night, and you want to be fucked. And you like, yo, my favorite show about to come on. I'm gonna get some dick. Like, I got some wine. Like, yo, you should come over tonight. And he like, damn, I'm already like got something planned. And you like, nigga, what you got? Another bitch you gonna go see? And he a real nigga like me. And he say some shit like, well, since you asked, yeah, like I already got some plans. Like, well, you like, well, come over after. And he like. Well, you know, I'm, I probably stayed a night or some shit. And then you like, well, fuck you then, nigga. Like, you might be laughing and joking, but in the back of your mind, you'd be like, I'm not fucking this nigga no more. Because you already know he actively fucking somebody else. And you have that right to feel like you want to take some ownership of the dick that might not be yours. But you also might know that he hitting it meat to meat. Oh, <laughs> that's, that saying is just so fucking funny to me, meat to meat. Um, but... I guess I just, and maybe this is the difference between men and women. I just always uh, operate under the guise that any nigga I'm talking to is already talking to other people. So I don't fucking ask questions that I know the motherfucking answer to. So I'm never going to ask no nigga. A lot of women don't ask. A lot of women don't ask. And they assume that they're the only one. And I feel like that's the problem when they don't ask. And they start having this feeling like, oh, I thought I was the only one because you know, I see you two times a week or I've seen you like you come over and you stay the night and your phone don't ring or whenever we was together, like I never really felt like, well, when I talked to you, you was always busy or you was doing this. Like, when did you find time? (laughs) Like, when did I find time? Like, come on, man. Like, you don't understand. Like time is, it only take 15 to 20 minutes to have good sex. Like you can have some good ass sex in 20 minutes. So you just really busting up in that and then coming out. No, I'm just saying not. That's not necessarily like what I was doing, but I'm saying. That's oh, all it okay. Takes. I was like, no, I said more that, about this. No, that's what I'm saying. That's all it takes. But sometimes certain relationships don't even require you to do more. Like Damn. if you're fucking one of the married chicks, they just in and out because they got to pick the kids up or they dropping the kids off and they got all these fucking duties they got to do. Well, and listen, they, they neglect it. I'm doing a PSA right now. I'm a single bitch with no motherfucking kids. 15, 20 minutes not enough. You need to clear the calendar, sir. Because I just told you I'm horny as fuck. Clear the, clear the calendar. But see, that's that shit. That's that shit, too. Where, like, we'll get used to fucking once. And then all of a sudden, we'll come across a woman like you. Or come across, like, some woman who want to have multiple times. Like, that relationship sex and that other shit be, like, one time. And you be done and you be sleep. And then all of a sudden you run across that cougar or that younger woman who's like, come on, young man. Come on, young man. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking, uh, the fucking save audio that be on Instagram. Yes. And then like, you hear it like, pat, 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 pat. pat. Yes. And no. she be like, come on, young man. Come on, young man. <laughs> Yo, that shit real is shit. Them fucking cougars do not play about that shit. Oh my like, God, what age Get that you? shit back up. They be like, get that shit back up and let's fucking go. And you be like, be a cougar, God yo. damn. That's literally me like orgasms, but get orgasms. If only if you fucking right. If that shit was weak, you can get the fuck on. If that shit was hitting, <laughs> nah, nigga, let's order some food. We can eat and then we can go again. <laughs> hey, long as you're giving me long as you're giving me a decent enough grace period. I'm not fucking in my 20s no more. Now when we no, was see, but I see, understand. that's why this shit is fucked up because 
our shit is backwards. So when it we is, in our twenties, not right. Right, we in our twenties. We we that shit probably don't even fucking go down after we bust. We just keep fucking going. Like it'd be like, oh shit, like I fucked four fair. times. And then y'all be like regular. Now you fucking get older. You fucking horny as a bitch. And then <laughs> we right. like at the for one at the one we be like shit. I've been working all day. <laughs> I literally out. said something to my gynecologist when I went for my annual. She doing my pap smear. And I always try to keep small talk while she doing her little scrapes and shit. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah, you know. Who's your GY number? I text you. I'm not going to say it all. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I know a lot. I know some of them. That's why. But yes, yeah, so I'm just like, is it normal? Because I'm like, I literally, like, my hormones are out of control. And she's like, no, this happens to women, you know, 35 to 45 and heading into 50. Your body's, this is like your last chance. Like, let's get pregnant. Let's get pregnant. Let's get pregnant. That's what your body is saying to you. And I'm just like, oh my, it's just, this. nobody talks about this. And so I really had to say something to Robin because I was just like, ma, you didn't, you have warned me about a lot. You've warned me about niggas being on blood pressure medicine their dicks not getting hard like you warned me about a lot but you hey, ain't hey, hey, about hey, this. hey hey i got high blood pressure and my dick still work <laughs> Are you the, medications? <laughs> the medication helps you we talked about this before no but no so maybe at the end of the day if your pressure if your pressure is too high and you're not taking anything that's the fucking problem listen but, maybe there's been some advancements since uh, Mama Ratchet's whole days, but Mama Ratchet gave me a long list. <laughs> uh, that's probably because be that's probably because they was on a beta blocker. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it really is not fair because I can name quite a few women who are in the same boat. No, I know a lot of them too. I mean, I think that's the whole thing. Like, even- where's the meat though? Where's the fucking meat? Because, yo, I told you. I think I told you this. I know I told Sheka. But I had caved, right? Like, I was just like, yo, if this, I'm on a date. It's like our second date or first date or second date. So I'm like, I don't know the nigga. I'm just going to be honest. (laughs) So I'm just like, yo, I'm so horny that if he acts right, I will fuck him tonight. Like, he just got to act right. He don't have to piss me off. So it was cool. He was like, oh, you know, nightcap. I'm like, yeah, you know, we can go back to your place. So we go back to his house. and (laughs) We on the couch. I was like, okay nice little place we on the couch we kissing i'm doing the reach we talked about the reach doing the kiss doing the reach and i'm like like where is it (laughs) so he goes so i start unbuckling because i'm like now i got to see it because i'll just leave at this point right and so i'm unbuckling his pants and he was like oh gummy worm and i'm like after all that, your dick is still like flaccid. This is what I'm saying in my head. And he just go, I think he saw my face and I was just like such disappointment. He goes, oh yeah, it does that from time to time. I was what? like, does, I was like, it does nothing? Because that's what's happening. <laughs> nothing's happening. And he's like, yeah. And he was like, so we could watch a movie if you want. What? <laughs> Come over here watch no goddamn movie. <laughs> so I just was like, oh, okay, well yeah, I got, you know, I got to get up. I was so hot. Yeah, he should have. Uh, he should have. Yeah, he shouldn't even have put himself in that position. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Like which, at that I point, just... like I'm telling you, that's the whole thing. Like we talked about this on the last episode. That kissing shit, like at this point in our life, is important. 
It like, is. So all of a sudden, like we kissing, you know, like I gotta get like a little chubby or something. And then once like that point, I'm pulling it out for you. I'm taking your hand and guiding it right down there, like, hey, hey, I'm- mama. Hey, you know what I mean? Like, I ain't get none of that action, yo. And I was just so disappointed. And what was heartbreaking about it was he was only 42. That's young. Yeah, I'm 43. That was young. And he was just like, yeah, "Yeah, making us look bad. Yeah, it happens. And I was like, "Mm." (laughs) all right, well. Underlying health issues. He need to get treated. That's what I'm saying. See, that's the shit I'm talking about. Niggas not on medicine, not taking care of themselves. Not going to the gym, not still working out, not still getting that cardio in. All of that shit is important. I'm telling like you. Like he just gave up on himself at 42. And I'm like, listen, I'm telling at you. At the point where I'm not above it. I sold Viagra when I worked at Pfizer when I was in my 20s. I'm not above it either. I, I'm not above it. I will fucking be in that motherfucking kitchen, like, hey babe, you want me to <laughs> take a half? <laughs> because, because I could be ready in 30 minutes. Like, long as that motherfucker's still working and I know what to do with it, we'll go all fucking night. I don't give a fuck. That's but the thing. And I, I, the last I thing I'm going to do is fucking be over that motherfucker depressed in the corner talking about let me tell you something. Time time. No, if nigga. Any you get man your shit yeah, if any man is listening, I promise you, I can't speak for others, but I feel like some would agree. I would rather you take a pill to get your dick hard than tell me it does that from time. Nah, yeah, that's not acceptable. Not that, acceptable, yo. That's bad. That's bad. Because so, I already know, like, this is the thing that I know. Like what you know from when I was single before and for three years I was single. You we have the oyster, like we have the world in our hands. Like it is like sick from 25 <laughs> to, to like 50. Like these women are fucking, like fucking, fucking. And it's like being a 40-year-old man, like you can just go all the way down. Like I had me a little 20-something. I had me a little right at the 30s. I had the mid-30s. I had the 40s. Not like you having generational. Yeah, I mean, just like you could just climb through the ranks, but it's like all of them had their place. And at the end of the day, like that's the only promise for a man who was out here contemplating if he's afraid to be single. Like, say, ouch it. I mean, not to say that it's like this whole exciting world, but I could just tell, I could tell a single man right now, I could give him like Instagrams of probably five women who I know that are single that just got this shit all the way together, seeming like, seemingly like mentally as well. Because the biggest problem is, there's a lot of women that single like you talk about, but as soon as a nigga fuck them, they got to deal with all of their fucking issues. Because you start fucking these crazy ass chicks and they be on some other shit. Like, oh, they run dick away. You running the dick away. <laughs> Some of y'all listening right now is running the dick away because as soon as a nigga fuck you, you don't know how to act. You start doing too much. And now he'd be like, yeah, I can't fuck her no more. Like, I literally have friends who are like, yo, you fuck her? Yeah, I can't fuck her no more. Nope. Like, nope. <laughs> she says she says some crazy shit or she did some crazy shit and I just had to fucking walk away. So what is an example of crazy shit? Like... Stalking like, you, making demands, like because I feel like sometimes the I've scale had, of crazy from men to women are is a little different. I've had like, like I literally have a chick name in my phone right now. It says "Do not answer," and this probably happened like almost like eight years, six, seven years ago. And I just remember like she used to always see me at church, and she would always like speak and everything. She was like flirty, and then you know at some point she realized me and my wife wasn't together, 
and she just started sending me DMs. I didn't know her name enough. She started sending me DMs. Hey, what's up, handsome? Da da da. Y'all still together? Like, no, I'm separated. And one night, like, we ended up at the same place together, like the same bar. And it just happened to just click. And we ended up, she coming back to my place. And the next day, like, from the time she left to probably, like, 2 o'clock, I had, like, a meeting or something. I had, like, five, six different messages, missed call, and it was like, hey. Then it was like, thinking about you. Oh, my God, like, what did you think? It was amazing. It was good. Did you like it? Well, you're just not going to respond to me. Okay, I see what <laughs> this is. By the time I got to all of the messages, I was like, oh, this bitch is nuts. Like, shorty, you got to calm down. Like, like, just chill. Like, it was one time. Like, let's just see what happens. You know, I'll hook up with you again. But, like, just chill. And she was just, like, all in her feelings. Like, oh, you don't have to tell me. da 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 da, da. Like, it just, just this whole long thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can't do that no more. And so she blocked me and I was like happy that she blocked me on Facebook and I was like, cool. And then we ended up in like a group or something together. And she was like, oh, hi, Mr. Brian or something. And I was just like, oh, yeah, hey. But then it was another chick who did the same shit. And she tried to say that I like stole her clothes. Like this bitch was like, I stole her <laughs> fucking young ass fucking camo jacket. Like, bitch, don't nobody want your camo fucking jacket. Like, fuck you. Like, what are you going to do with it? Right. I wasn't going to do shit with it. I'm like, you left some shit. Like, if you leave some shit at my house, like, that's on you. So she did the same thing, texting me a whole bunch of shit. She had already sent me, like, a bunch of naked pictures. The body ain't even matched. Like, you know, she took them pictures probably three years before I had probably fucked her. And then she just was, like, over the fucking top. Like, she had took a shower and came out in lingerie, had her Bluetooth speaker on, like, singing the songs while she was fucking me. Like, bitch, you doing way too much. And so, and All on right. top of that, and on top of that, right, this was this is when I was uh, separated. So I felt like she did some bitch nigga shit, right? Oh, shit. We was like sitting there. She was like, oh, like, you, your ex-wife messed with such and such. And I was like, I don't know, like some nigga who she always said she was cool with. She was like, oh, I seen them out together last week. And I was just like, oh, okay, like I'm not with her. So it really don't matter. You know what I mean? And I felt like that was that bitch nigga shit that niggas do when they try and get some pussy. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I seen you, dude. Y'all still, <laughs> y'all still fuck with each other. And it was like one of the moments where I didn't even really want to fuck her. And she just was like, damn, like, I guess I, I wasted my time putting together this overnight bag. And I was just like, what you got overnight bag for? She was like, I thought you was taking me back to your house. And I was like, fuck it, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and I really like, I... I knew she was over the top right afterwards. She started sending me all these messages and I had left to go to Hawaii for work and I was in Hawaii and I'm like, yo, I'm not home. I told you like, I'm not, she's like, well, I'll come get my stuff tomorrow. I'm like, no, like I'm in Hawaii. And this bitch was like, okay, I see what the fuck it is. You're playing games. Like, no, like bitch, I'm really <laughs> in Hawaii. <laughs> so when I got back, when I got back, she walked in the barbershop while I was getting my haircut and sat down and niggas was like, oh, she with you. And I'm like, I guess. And then, like, as soon as I got out the chair, she, like, walked me to my car. And they thought we was, like, together. I had to go back in and clean this shit up because niggas thought that was, like, my chick or something. So she sat there the whole time. I'm getting my hair cut, talking to the people. And then when I get out the chair, she walked with me like we together. And then as soon as I get the bag out the back seat with her little jacket, and she, like, snatched the shit and walked off. And I was like, yo, that bitch was crazy. 
Niggas was like, yo, that bitch was acting like y'all was together. I was like, I know. But That's yeah, I, I'd have had a couple of them situations, but it'd be scary, yo. Yeah, thankfully, you know. Thankfully, I'm not that type of girl. Like, I just think, you know, read the room, bitch. Um, Before <laughs> <laughs> we wrap up, have you seen the meme going around where it's like, there's four different type of women in Baltimore? No, yeah, I've seen I- the two. I've seen the one with the two one. Okay, so it was uh, Jessalaris and the chick Krishan Rock or something. Yeah, and so Fuck this that. one had Tammy, Tammy Rivera. That's with Waka and Tiny. You know Tiny. Who's Tiny? The crackhead they be doing the videos of. I seen something where the people was like saying something. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I took great offense to this. <laughs> <laughs> I took very great, much great offense to that. Yeah, because I was like, that's not my Baltimore. And I Yeah, and, I was like, I feel like for some people's Baltimore, yes, but, but I don't we've ta- but we've talked about this before. Like there's Maybe. several different Baltimores. Like we talked about this. Oh, we did, yeah. Episode so it, when we, yeah, we did. Like during the pandemic and stuff, and like how certain things expose that it's two different Baltimores. A hundred percent. And shit like that always exposes to me because I'm like, I don't know people like that. Yeah, because I put up well, a post last night of when I used to throw parties, right? And when I used to throw parties, like, we had a dress code, like, no jeans. No jeans, no sneakers. And we literally, like, would pack the place out, and it would be 10 to 1 women. But it was pretty much like that Morgan State, Coppin, UMES, Howard, like, people who went to college. And we had that college crowd on lock because we went to Poly. And then it was like Poly City, you know, the whole, mm-hmm. that whole, you know, that whole crew of like citywide high schools, yes. you know, people who went on to go to college, whether it was just Morgan or Coppin or whatever. But we had that on lock and that was like our crowd. And that was like, to me, always a different Baltimore. Like I knew a chick who was like, would hang out at the parties that like Jazzy threw versus going to the parties that Ezekiel threw. Like, it was yes. just a different level. Yes. Like, you go in there, you see your, your hustlers, your homeboys that, you know, and a certain shit, and then you go to certain parties, and you'd be like, everybody dressed up and acting nice and accordingly, and then you get your four or five hustlers that stand out, because now they, like, look lost, and they, like, got on jeans and hoodies and niggas in suits, and you like, who invited these niggas to Christmas party? <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing i feel like very much so and i feel like that's why i get to float under the radar at least in the city is because i did not go to one of the big high schools right in baltimore for people who don't know nobody cares what fucking college you went to they care what high school you go to um and i feel like i get to float by because i ain't go to none of these high schools <laughs> and, you, and you didn't go to any of the colleges here you know what I, I did mean? not. So I really skirt through. I, I feel like a lot of people question. I had somebody ask me, like, you're really from Baltimore? And I'm like, bitch, yeah. Like, <laughs> I just don't. I'm not in those same circles. But I know a lot of people in those circles. But I get to skirt by, which I like because I like being low key. Even though our guest here, he's like the king of Baltimore. So I had this girl who went to, um, damn, I don't want to see the name of the school. I don't really give a fuck. Fuck her. Um, she went to IND. And she was like, oh, I went to IND. And I was like, oh, and back in my mind, like, oh, this pussy going to be easy because she went to private school. So it was. Um, 
probably I didn't even really put forth no effort. And then one day out the blue, she just hit me late at night, like, yo, you busy. And I'm like, nah. So she like come through. So I come through. And this was another situation of like a bitch just saying too much. Like after we was done, she was like, I told my girl I was gonna fuck you when I met you. I'm like, what? She just so you're like, the easy one, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> she tried to make me, she tried to make me feel like I'm easy. And then on top of that, I was just like, all right, whatever. Like, you know, so then she was just want some like, oh, you know, like, what is this now? I'm like, what you mean? What is this now? You just said this is what you wanted. Like, you just want to fuck. And she was just like, yeah. And so I'm like, all right, cool. Well, call me again when you want to fuck. So I came back maybe like two months later to fuck. Right. So I fucked this time. And then the bitch say something stupid. Like, I don't know. She said something real dumb. It was something she said that was real dumb. Like, Oh yeah, like I'm gonna tell my girls something, something because I'm proud of this fuck. I did good for myself, and I'm just like, bitch, I wouldn't even tell nobody I fucked you. Like, you're fucking terrible. Sweet Jesus. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but in the back of my mind, I'm just like, like, like you're cool. Like, but it was just like you just went over top. Like she just felt like she had made it to like a certain mark, and that's what in the back. So my point was like. That's what you get with that corny ass private school pussy. Like it was just like, yeah, you know, you went to school with some corny ass chicks. I mean, like that last picture you was in, we talked about that. I mean, big. It was some. It was some money in that picture. But the difference is, <laughs> some of the black girls that went to private school be having identity crisis and be like I think lost. They, that 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 is a fair point because it is a very. Um, Looking back, it can be very traumatic for some folk, right? And so what I always appreciated was that my grandmother said three things to me when I went to that school. <laughs> she said, remember your ass is black. <laughs> These white girls, not your friend. <laughs> and we don't have no money. <laughs> <laughs> and those are the three things my granny said to me when I went to that school. And I think, too, for me, it was like I did not pretend because it was like, even though I went there, I fucking came home to either North and Pulaski or Mosher and Poplar Grove. So it was very hard to forget where the fuck I came from. So um, (laughs) but that was always the conversation. So I could I could attest. But I think what also helps, too, is post going to one of those schools where college you went to. Yeah. So if you stayed in that space, then there you go. But I mean, Temple was just such a big school. Y'all had a nice size black population. Yeah, that's the reason, one of the reasons why I went there, right? And so, and then also it was affordable and I could go out of state. <laughs> so shout out yeah. to you. Um, all right. Well, any final thoughts, words? Uh, we have the holiday season coming up. You know, I did get a quick question. I felt like we did this before, but you know, a refresher. Somebody asked what's a good gift to get their boo thing. And we do this shit every fucking year. We do it. They do it so often. I wish I could. We do it every fucking year and I get so fucking irritated. We do it either at Christmas or Valentine's. (laughs) Right. And my whole thing is you got to understand the nigga that you fucking with. Like if you really like him enough to spend time with him, look at what he does. Like I literally go and smoke cigars and watch sports and do stuff like that. Like. You can get a nice decanter set. You can get some some nice uh, Glencairn whiskey glasses that are like travel glasses. You can go buy like a, a box of cigars. 
you can find out from a friend or you could call a place that he smokes at and be like, hey, what does he smoke? The people there know like, oh, he smokes this cigar. You could go buy a nice box of cigars of 10. You can get a custom humidor made like with his name on it. Um, and then we could go back into the whiskey realm where you can find out like some good whiskeys and put together like, you know, a nice, like I said, the cancer set, Glen Karen glasses, whiskey. Then you can switch over. If he's not into smoking and drinking, you can switch over to like maybe some like electronics type of shit. You might want to get like a sound bar for his TV. Come on, he, like, them all. he really like, I mean, like you got to just go into what he's into. Yeah, like, it's not that hard. And I think too, it's like not. You feel people like, overthink it. Like if you got to do all of that, yeah, you don't even you, know him well enough. And to your point, if you think about it, like if it's like, oh, he has all these things and think about the experiences, right? Like you just mentioned cigar, sports, maybe it's a concert he want to go to, some shit like that. Just, yeah, it's, it's like plenty of like distilleries and uh, places you can go to. You could take him on like a tour and he could like go and y'all sample different drinks. You could be like, oh, you know, let's go to Kentucky. We're going to do the bourbon trail in the spring. And I already paid for the tickets. It's so many yeah, different things you can do to be like, yeah, like I want to do something that you like with you. And so we're going to do it this way. Like, I don't plan to make a, I don't be like, oh yeah, I'm like excited about going to the winery this weekend because it's some shit that I love to do. But I know if that, she likes that. That's what the fuck I'm going to do. Yeah. Like I am so fucking excited about this candle run I got to do on Saturday. Like I know I'm going to see a bunch of listeners up in bed, bath and beyond on Saturday morning, 6 a.m. <laughs> when I go get my when I go get my candles. But I mean, that's the type of shit like where it's like, if that's what my babe like to do, and she like, oh, we gotta get these candles, like that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna get these motherfucking candles, 6 a.m. Babe, like just pull up and that's what we're gonna do. But like yeah, so it's like you gotta know the type of shit that your person like. Like, don't tell me that's your person and you can't tell me shit that they like. Like, that's where I'm looking at you. Yeah, I'm looking at you like, you fucking silly because you're telling me how much you love this man or how much you like him. You're ready to go spend some fucking money. You don't even know what the fuck to buy. Yeah, because, yeah, I'm not struggling about that. Even the people that I'm just casually connected to, I could think of very nice gifts to give them. Um, So, very simple, very simple. Yeah, I don't think it's that hard. I think it's I think it's very easy if you just sit down and you think about what that person does on a daily basis and their free time, like on the weekends, shit like that. I mean, we are very simple. Men are very fucking simple. Y'all the ones that's fucking complicated. Well, that's another conversation for another day. So problematic, baby. You weren't too problematic today. Yeah, I funny mean, as I had, fuck though. I had to go back into my bag. Um <laughs> I just want to make a disclaimer that a lot of these situations happened a long, long, long time ago. Go ahead and put so your disclaimer. To, perfect, to protect those individuals who I may have spoken of, if you think it's you, it might be you. But then again, it might have been like three situations that's like that. So don't feel like it was about you. If you think it's about you, send me a DM. I'll apologize and I'll let you know if it was about you. But a lot of y'all do the same shit. So, you Fair know, if you, feel, if you feel seen, then get some help. <laughs> <You're fucking> <laughs> fool, <yo. laughs> i have one more episode left of jacks i don't even know the name of the fucking show oh anymore. reasonable doubt yeah i got one more episode left the final okay we'll have to talk about one. this the next time you're on yeah and then i'm starting gangs of london tonight. i've been binging yellowstone yeah i heard that's good it's so fucking good 
It's some what white about people. Gangs of London? You you watch Gangs of London yet? No, what's that on? It's a new season two starting. I'm not sure what it's on. Let me Google this. But I did catch up because you always talked about it. I did watch um BMF. what's the show with no, I I, I don't have stars. Um the guy Raising with Canaan. Oh, that's all the power stuff. No. no, the guy with the fucked up eye, he's in a gangster show from Oh shit. Forrest Harlem, Whitaker is in it. I couldn't think of his Harlem name. Harlem something. Yes, Godfather I, Harlem. Yes, I watched that. that I was did good, catch right? up on that. Yeah, that was good too. Yeah, yeah. And they were showing how they was like pushing Malcolm out. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. I did watch that. So I have a lot of things to watch over the next couple weeks or so, but Yellowstone I'm caught up on. So now I gotta I can move to the next shit. So Inside Man was good. Um, that's on my list as well. And yeah. then somebody said on Netflix, eighteen ninety nine. Eighteen ninety nine. Yes, yeah, new. It's on Netflix. It was really some good. Slave, some slave shit. No, it's like <laughs> <laughs> it was like. Um, what is it? It was <laughs> through my fucking thought. But no, it was like a um, some like thriller where they were on a ship and they were like, you were watching it, like, what the fuck is this about to be? And then it's like, oh my god. Okay, well that that was a twist. Zero 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 was good. Look at all this fucking TV, yo. Yo, I don't only watch TV at the cigar shop. That's the crazy part. Like, I don't really get a chance to watch TV at home. But when I go to the cigar shop, that's when I catch up on my that's TV. When you cut, that's when you get to it. Yeah, so as soon as the game go off, we always have, like, a show ready to watch for, like, one or two hours. And then I get home, like, one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. And then I'll be fucking tired the next day. Well, friend, this was real. Yeah, um, it was real. Um, thank you. And I want to give a big thank you to all the people who donated towards the uh, three families that I fed during Thanksgiving um, through my nonprofit, Baltimore Bikers. Um, yeah, I appreciate it. So it was pretty cool um, going around, passing out the dinners. Got a text message like from my the lady. fucking Nino Brown. <laughs> 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 Got a text message from one of the women saying how good the food was. And I think sometimes when people like get stuff like that, they don't expect the food to be good. But, you know, I got it from my buddy who caters, KDW Catering. Uh, appreciate his support as well. And, um, you know, it was just cool. Like, I just feel like at this point, um, I don't know. I just always want to be doing something to like always just try to be doing something in the community, impacting people. And then I think that's where it comes from too, where like when a man is single and he does all this stuff like that, that gets you a lot of pussy too. Like my therapist actually questioned that I was doing positive work in the community was it to get, have sex with more women or was it to actually like help people? And I thought that was so fucking rude. I really but thought that was rude. I don't think it's rude because I'm sure that may be the intent of some people. I get that. But I'm saying at the end of the day, like I think for most women, they are attracted to men who are like in positions of power or doing like boss shit. So I don't think it's so much like I got to go do this stuff to attract women i think when you're doing stuff in a leadership position it attracts women anyway you know what i mean yeah power yeah like so Mm -hmm. you're in a power position like women are attracted to a man who can like walk into a room without having to be like loud and outrageous but it is still be able to command like like, a certain respect wow he he's giving back to his community it's like a little cherry on top yeah and make your pussy a little wet when you see it oh goodness see 
That's why she asked the question. I'm just saying, though, I, I've been around women where I felt like they got moist because they're like, oh, you do so much. Or, oh, that's so good. You want to fuck me? <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, get the fuck off my phone. <laughs> like, like you, you work so much and you do so much. Like, you know, like, who's taking care of you? When, when do you have time to relax? Who's taking care of you? <laughs> Who's taking care uh, of you, nigga? Well, thank you so much for coming on, as always. Always. You know, anytime you ask me to record, I take my hour out of my day. Despite, I, despite I who I might be stealing this time from. I always appreciate you for it. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> Bye. All right. <laughs> Thanks. All right, that is it for this week's episode. I want to thank our problematic fave, Brian, for always dropping by and doing a hilariously wonderful ratchet episode with us. Also, be sure to support our sponsor, for your wellness, you can use the code Booney for 20% off your orders through December 31st, 2022. All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, or any apps that you listen to your favorites on. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review too. You might just hear your review on the next episode. Follow us on all social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate. I don't make these pretty images for nothing. Okay. Have a dope ass week. Stay healthy, safe, and sane. Thank you for listening. And remember, the ratchet in me always honors the ratchet in you. Home I stay. Until next time.